Welcome to the Public Health Networker, the official podcast of the Public Health Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dr. April Moreno. Join us as we speak to public health professionals around the country and around the world in global, community, and environmental health topics. Join us also as we speak to podcasters in this field of public health. To learn more about us, visit publichealthpodcasters.com. And in the meantime, enjoy the episode. Have you been thinking about pursuing a graduate degree in public health or related degrees? If you're interested in learning more, visit our free online grad school fair on September 17th at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. We will be speaking about strategies for success, applying for grad school, doing great research during grad school, and preparing for your ideal career during and after grad school. We'll also be hosting virtual booths with great universities such as Columbia University, Rutgers, City University of New York, Cal State, San Marcos, San Diego State, and more. Visit our website at publichealthpodcasters.com slash gradschoolfair2022 to learn more. And we're still here at the Esri User Conference here in San Diego. We're currently speaking to Loma Linda University. We have Chris Olson and we also have Sean Granada from Loma Linda University Health. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. I've been in GIS for about 16 years now. Um, started at Esri, actually. I uh, was at Esri for 12 years and then to Loma Linda and been there for three years and I work as the GIS administrator. So we're speaking directly to the source of who works in GIS at Loma Linda. That's great. Absolutely. And Sean, please tell us about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm the program manager for the location services team, and I've been in GIS for about 14 years now. I was also former ESRI, worked in professional services there, uh, and I found a passion for public health and health and human services, so that's why I chose to uh, come to Loma Linda. Uh, my I guess dissertation for, or my thesis for my master's was through Loma Linda, and I really enjoyed the organization and uh, really uh, inspired me to join the organization. Wonderful. So tell us more about your thesis. Oh, it was um, basically trying to create paper products that uh, posters and whatnot that we could hang in different schools that would show resources in that area for maybe underprivileged families and things like that, or um, resources for chronic disease or anything like that. Uh, eventually that turned into more of a digital product that we offer now, but at the time it was mainly posters back in 2014 or so. Tell us a little bit more about what's going on at Loma Linda uh, in terms of GIS capacity what are some of the projects that are happening right now? Um, and I guess also um, tell us a little bit more about what is happening at the School of Public Health as it relates to GIS. Uh, so right now from a GIS standpoint, we have a lot of projects going on. Um, and we always try to, uh, whenever we go into projects, we, we think about uh, the patients that are involved. And so, so a lot of the, the big projects that we're working on are patient facing, so we've got a big uh, patient-facing GIS app that's going to be coming out very soon um, to kind of help patients with uh, wayfinding and navigation through the hospital, uh, through some of the buildings to be able to find, you know, appointments or different areas and rooms that they need to go to. 
uh, just to make it a little bit easier for them, especially when they you know go from parking to through the buildings to you know where they need to go. A campus GIS, like a more on the ground mm-hmm. level of GIS yep. and directions. We're starting, we're starting with the biggest uh, biggest two buildings that we have, uh, the new hospital tower, seventeen floors, and um, kind of go from there and kind of branch out to some of the the clinics and. Or the patient areas. So. That's great. Okay, and I'm curious. Um... Um, we're going to have uh, a mobile application, mm-hmm. so they can either use the native application on their phone or through the web browser. Um, and then we're also going to have QR codes throughout the hospital, so mm-hmm. that um, they can kind of find out where they are, no matter where they are in the hospital, um, just to kind of help alleviate a lot of that tension and everything. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah, a lot of it is just more visual, mm-hmm. right? So okay, absolutely. Thank you. All right. Any other projects at the School of Public Health with GIS that you can tell us about? Well, the, uh, the School of Public Health has a lot of uh, great projects going on. I think when it relates to public health for uh, our team location services, we offer, uh, for example, uh, the wellness map, which basically integrates with our electronic health record. And the application is able to pull down uh, diagnosis of ICD-10 codes from someone's chart and from that it can filter out resources based on those diagnoses and not only offer resources within their area or wherever they choose maybe it's around the workplace and give them driving or walking directions to that and eventually that application will expand to referrals and so forth so that we can utilize GIS to help round out a patient's wellness and care. I've been having this conversation a lot lately. Um, where is the partnership? Can you describe that connection between clinical and public health? Sure, so um, they share a lot of different things, especially in our uh, the GIS realm. Like Chris said, we want to provide the best patient experience that we can. Mm-hmm. That's going to enhance the public health aspect of this because we have public health professionals working alongside our clinical staff, so not only getting them to where they need to be on time to their appointments, whether that be with clinical staff or public health staff, but also getting them to the correct resources and also expanding and enhancing uh, patient quality and safety. Uh, For example, alongside wayfinding, we do operational things like uh, real-time location services where kind of in the middle of that currently, where we will be tagging assets, we'll be tagging uh, people as they come through for safety reasons, uh, things like um, uh, infant monitoring, uh, uh, hygiene, safety monitoring, and also identifying where critical assets are like uh, IV pumps, ventilators, and so forth, so that staff can quickly identify that and get it to the critical areas in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, so can you tell us about kind of the technology side of GIS? Um, what is exciting to you in terms of what GIS um, technology is doing now? What are the capabilities? Um, what are you excited about in terms of the future? So I think that um, at Loma Linda University Health, like we're on the, the cutting edge of what GIS is offering. So we're always staying up with the latest builds. Um, we use ArcGIS Enterprise. We have uh, two deployments of that. Uh, we have an in-house um, 
server, and then we also have a, a enterprise set up directly for our indoors applications. Um, and we really find that indoors is kind of expanding. And you know, Jack talked about it in plenary how um, you know we're taking GIS outside and bring it inside, and that's really the future of where all this stuff is going. Um, and I think hospitals are a great application of that, um, where you can take those applications and bring them indoors, um, not only for patient access but also employees that are looking for resources, like Sean was talking about, um, using RFID systems, um, but also just you know finding where, where you need to go or, you know, we're tracking where, um, you know, things are and uh, just kind of even asset management. You know, you're talking about spaces, you're talking about square footages. Um, all this stuff is available in GIS, and so you can leverage that throughout different departments within the system, um, you know, through construction or through um, business opportunities or, you know, that kind of thing. Can you tell us anything else um, in terms of GIS and health? that you're particularly excited about? Currently pursuing a public health degree with Loma Linda, so I have a lot of insight into that, that school and, and what, uh, especially in the Inland Empire where we're currently residing, there's a lot of uh, GIS surrounding uh, things like AB 617 and air quality. We have, uh, of course, we had that big inland shift as far as logistics goes, and it's negatively affecting people in our area, which then we get at our hospital facilities and our clinics. So pursuing projects like that and also any sort of future work with infectious disease and of course we know COVID's not going away anytime soon. So the School of Public Health has a lot of these great initiatives going where it's extremely exciting and GIS has been a big, not only an analytic tool, but also a community building tool where they're using GIS as a hub to really get a story across, get a message across to the community and gain their support, as well as our legislators as well. The Inland Empire is very well known. I mean, maybe I'm biased because I went to school there as well, but La Melinda is doing really great work. County of uh, San Bernardino is doing really great work mm -hmm. with GIS technologies and patient care. Uh, a lot of data analytics that no one else is really doing right now. Thank you for your great work. It's definitely not going unnoticed. You all are standing out. Uh, and thank you so much for everything you're doing for that community. Thank you for joining us today. How can we learn more about your school and your programs? School of Public Health uh, GIS does have a website. They do offer a GIS certificate, uh, mainly formed around public health. And uh, if you go to llu.edu, you'll be able to see our course catalogs. You'll be able to see many of our great programs, whether it be school public health or maybe our school medicine or, or what have you. And if you're interested, they have a great admissions department that you can contact with any questions. Thank you so much for your time today and for joining us on the Public Health Networker podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And again, to learn more about us, visit publichealthpodcasters.com. Get your podcast listed on our public health directory. You can also become a member and develop your public health career journey with us, networking with other peers in the public health space. Visit us at publichealthpodcasters.com.